The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace. This is The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Episode 109 is here. I'm Freeway Frank. Hope you're doing all right. And I am now at the new studio in downtown Montreal. It's been a crazy few days of moving all the equipment from my home. A lot of people thought I was moving back to Montreal. I live uh, right across the bridge from Montreal in an area called Brossard for people who are not from here. Very close. Not at all far from this new location but no we we didn't move out of our home i moved out of my studio why because i needed to take the next step and the next step for me is making this podcast the drive-by bigger and better than ever we're 109 episodes with this one's deep and i want to bring guests back of course i have announced i'm reuniting with natasha gargiulo who i did a morning show with for close to a decade with and i'll have another podcast my second podcast coming up natasha and i so until that starts here i am doing this one we'll be doing both our podcasts from this new studio it's a great spot i'm gonna start showing pictures i'm gonna start doing some some stories from here on instagram it's, it's a very cool location and i'm excited about it because i feel that it's my own space see what i did there you may have heard this sponsor off the top you're going to be finding out more about them and that's all i can say right now but i'm very excited to be partnering with them and you'll be finding out more in the future this podcast and this location that i'm at this room that i'm in i'm in a loft it's it's absolutely cool it has a bar kind of like my my basement and my former podcast space did but this is just it's a different spot it's a different space it's not in the basement of my home. I have to actually get into a car to get here. So it gives me purpose, right? You could be lazy. Does that sound familiar, by the way? You could get lazy by doing remote work at home. A lot of other people are efficient, and there's no doubt in my mind I consider myself one of those people working from home that was pretty efficient. But when you have somewhere to go and you get into your vehicle, and sometimes you get stuck in miserable traffic and you hit those miserable potholes and you see all those pylons all around those construction pylons all around the city it stresses you out but what it does is it gives you a routine and it gives you somewhere to be and then you happen to be downtown and then i'm gonna go for a bite to eat and then i'm gonna see a friend your life becomes more active your whole mentality changes you're not stuck at home some people like that be a hermit i get that i understand that i became that person for a while but that time is done it's come and gone i have to go back to living my life the way my life was before it was exciting i had a big radio morning show with natasha we were everywhere and it's time it's time i get back out it's time i start seeing people again people are like did somebody what happened to frank here and no honestly it, it it's time for a breath of fresh air and i hope this could be inspiring to many of you who are listening in 
who want to make a change too and are scared to make a change, just do it. Because I did it, and even though I'm freaking tired from the last couple of days, I'm realizing I'm getting older because uh, I can't do the things I used to do before, and it's been tough moving here and moving all the equipment here and getting everything done, and I've been wiring everything on my own, but I, I've figured out pretty much how to do it. If you hear anything that sounds off, maybe a bit of static, maybe a bit of echo, echo, echo. That was me doing that. Uh, whatever you notice that's different, please DM me and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. This is just as much your podcast as it is my podcast. And the reason why I say that is even though I'm hosting the podcast, I wouldn't be here without your support on the other side. And so I will continue to do the best I can do and be the best I can be, delivering raw, transparent, real, and no BS content to you. I promise you, I look forward to getting back into the city where I am now and doing something different, which I'm completely pumped about. Now, is he going to keep talking about, that's me, but we're talking about me in the third person. Is he, him, going to be talking about, <laughs> no, don't worry, I'm not going to be using any pronouns anytime soon. How about never? Is he going to just talk about his move? No, I'm not going to just talk about moving here, even though I'm super pumped and excited. I actually have some content. Speaking of miserable, not me, I'm happy. Did you see King Charles and the Queen Consort Camilla Parker Bowles over the weekend? The, the king coronated finally. Was it just me or did they look miserable? I didn't watch it live because I was too busy putting my podcast, moving things, all my shit over here. And so I didn't have time, but I watched whatever I could find, clips on, on my social media, whatever. And, and every shot, I saw them crack a smile for maybe a few seconds. And then I don't know if that's, whole, that's part of the whole demeanor. Now, I know you have to be classy and I know you have to show confidence and all that, but Queen Elizabeth, mind you, she was a pro at it. She, she did it for over 70 years. She was like what I call, at least for our generation, the original queen. But with her death, I think, came the end, for me at least, of the monarchy. And I don't want to be too negative. I don't want to be critical and say that I'm not a follower of traditions because I'm, you know, I'm all about traditions as an, an Italian Raised, born and raised in, in Canada. My parents, I kept our old school traditions. I remember my high school teacher once calling me saying, Frank, besides saying to me, Frank, you're a big zero. He used to say to me, here's a big zero for you and you're going to be a big zero in life. He was wrong about that. He said to me, one of the, the things that I do remember liking that he said to me was, you're an iconoclast. And I said to myself, what the hell is an iconoclast? I had to look it up in the old Webster's Dictionary because that's what we had to do back in the day. We didn't have Google. So I look it up, iconoclast. Oh, breaker of traditions. And I was like, yes. Ah, I had an awakening. That's me. <laughs> I am a breaker of traditions. I don't like to follow the norm. I like to be real and honest. And I like to, to not do it like everyone else does it. So yes, I will take that title, iconoclast. I am the breaker of traditions. I don't see a reason for the monarchy to continue. Now, I'm not saying we should completely strip them of their crowns and their positions in life and their uh, royal stature, but maybe there's a way that, oh, I don't know, 
countries that are commonwealth countries to go back to being their own country have their own people on their money and uh, you know when you when you look at the fact that england royal family colonization not too many countries in the world haven't been touched by them and uh, and we know uh, the record stands for itself do we really need the royal family reminding us of uh, i think we need to move on from the royal family i know mainstream does not want to do that mainstream wants to cover all the weddings wants to cover all the the childbirths and this and that and most people realize during the last couple of years and what we went through that more than ever we don't need to be spending any more money on this ridiculousness and if you listen to some of the chants they weren't all positive now of course around buckingham palace wherever this took place you had all the fans, the Royal Watchers, but then in the football stadiums, a.k.a. the soccer stadiums, they were chanting nasty shit about the Royal family, not my king, and all this bad stuff. And so maybe that's why Charles looks as miserable as he does. He knows people are not buying it, and they're not giving him the same type of respect, at least that's what it seemed like to me, as his mom got. And I don't even know. I mean, he waited his entire life for this, right? He definitely wanted to be king. This is it. This is why Charles was born. He was born to be king, and now he's king, and he's miserable. He's miserable. He doesn't even look happy doing it. They're wearing the him and Camilla, not even the real queen, I call her. Not even the real queen. This is by default. <laughs> Here, wear the crown. Ten-gallon crowns. And they didn't look, to me, it just felt off didn't it feel off to you it felt completely off almost like they figured out why the hell are we still doing this besides the fact that it seemed like king charles was speaking under his breath to people on his left people on his right people behind him so he was micromanaging the whole thing you could you could see that as it was happening who knows what was really going on behind the scenes i'm done with it i if tomorrow the Government of Canada made an announcement that we were breaking ties with the monarchy. I'd be like, great. But, you know, that'll never happen with the Trudeau government. And I don't think it'll ever happen with the conservative government either because Pierre Poilievre, same thing. He said that uh, Parliament stands with uh, your royal highness or whoever he is now. And so we're going to continue with that. That's probably never, never going to go anywhere. But just to say, I'm done with it. And I think most people are done with it as well. What I'm also done with, kind of like Royal Watchers, Leaf fans, and you don't have to be a hockey fan to enjoy this next segment I'm about to do, but just like the Royal Watchers fans, I realized I was that person for the longest time, like being a fan, fan, over-the-top fan, 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 right? And then it hit me. I think I hit a certain age and I realized these are just people like you and I, and their shit stinks just as much as we do. We glorify athletes and Athletes are truly remarkable. Some of them are incredibly beyond talented. And same thing with celebrities or whatever. But, but to me now, people are just people more than ever. You start to realize that as time goes by and we get older. And so to see a fan base, any fan base, be as delusional as the Toronto Maple Leafs, to me is like you think they would learn, but I guess these are younger fans People who haven't seen enough <laughs> of how bad the Leafs are or how jinxed they are. and it's, it's a mix of both being jinxed and being bad. Just when you think they, you know, they just got 
pass a 20-year jinx of not being able to make it out of the first round. Now they're in the second round, and like, we don't even want Boston. We want Florida. Yeah! And now they're down three games to none. And just like that, they're on the verge of elimination. And it makes me, by the way, it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy to post those stories on Instagram with the, you make my dreams come true, and they're silly. Can you imagine? Out of all the songs you can have, at least the Habs have Coldplay fix you. And the Leafs have, you make my dreams come true, which is a great song from Hall & Oates, but it's a tacky song for a young hockey team, right? That is far removed from that generation, the 80s. I guess they do it for their fans. I mean, I grew up in the 80s, but I know if my hockey team, meaning the Canadians or any team I followed, had, had a song from the 1980s like You Make My Dreams Come True, it just doesn't fit. And so I love to post that song anytime the Leafs lose with all their delusional fans crying, crying just with their flags and banners depressed. And I love it. I love it. But they have to snap out of it. Leaf fans, take it from a guy here that lived in Toronto for seven years. Almost all my friends from Toronto, well, at least the ones that are not Habs fans because I know a lot of Habs fans in Toronto, that are Leafs fans, they've, they've tortured themselves for a lifetime. Can't you just watch the hockey game and not get all riled up and just watch it and, until they make it out and then start celebrating as opposed to celebrating after every game or, or after every round and putting... And don't get me wrong, Montreal Canadiens fans have almost become, have almost reached this level of annoyance, by the way, at the end of the day, we, okay, still for us, it's 30 years since we've won the Stanley Cup. And, uh, but I blame it on the younger generations, that they're just so hungry to see a Stanley Cup being lifted that they'll do anything, include jinx their team. And by jinxing their team, is get too excited, too riled up, too early. Still a long way to go. And here are the Toronto Maple Leafs on the verge of another elimination, and I'm loving it. Just loving it. <laughs> Before I wrap up the podcast from the new studio, I will tell you I can't wait the coming weeks as we fix things around here, as I make sure everything's working properly and turn on the cameras as well. Lots going to be uh, going on. I'll have guests back on the podcast, and I look forward to taking this next level. But moving here and moving all my equipment to this new location has reminded me that moving is not fun. I hope you're not moving this summer. It, it's, not, it's not fun. And this was just one room, one studio. But then my mom is moving out of her place. And although we are getting movers for the bigger stuff, she's moving in with my sister. And she's getting older. So we've been trying to convince her for the last couple of years to either move in with my sister or with me. And I knew my mom would want to move in with my sister first because she lives a few blocks away and she's very familiar with the area my sister lives in because that's her area too. So she's not going to come and live in my area. So I knew she was going to end up moving in with my sister. But I thought I was going to help out a couple of days, move some boxes. Have you ever moved your any one of your parents, both of your parents, one of your parents, because maybe one passed away out of their place and into your place or in, into their 
your sibling's place. I'm telling you now, I'm warning you now, all our parents get old, you're going to get there. Try to convince your parents to clean out their shit, <laughs> to clean, to, to throw out stuff, all right? Because I'm so happy that at least my mom was able to do this now, right? Because you hear a lot of sad stories when, and we lose our, our parents, that you know the, the kids have to go into their space, which is very sad, by the way, and stressful. And then you have to clean out the house, clean out the family home, clean out the apartment, whatever it is. And it's sad. And it's not only emotionally draining because you just lost a parent, but then you have to move and throw out all this stuff. You don't, What is she doing with 50 pillowcases? What is she doing with 20 bedsheets, 20 queen, double, uh, every color, every design, 30, 40, 50 years ago, and every piece. My, my mom keeps everything, and I'm not going to throw under the bus and say she's a hoarder, but uh, many Italians are hoarders, okay? We, we just, they don't throw out anything. It's like they get a gift, and there's cookies in some kind of nice box, and they keep the box, and then they put their, their sewing kit in it, or then they put some, and it's like this junk ends up collecting. Some of it is classic. Some of it is nice stuff that ends up being nice to have after so many years, but most of it is not. Most of it is crap. And then you end up having to throw this stuff out, and it made me really sad to have to watch my mom get upset at us or be sad that we were throwing some stuff out. We were trying to convince her, no, you have to throw this up. No, mom, you can't take this. I know you can't. Mom, you got to get rid of So there's all this stuff that ends up going to Goodwill, a whole bunch of other stuff that ends up going where? In the garbage. And a whole bunch of other stuff I feel bad for my sister uh, that she has to take in because my mom doesn't want to get rid of. You know, it's like, we can't get rid of that bedroom set. And, and I know it's sentimental because my dad is no longer with us and she's... It's sentimental. It's tough. It's tough to to leave the place that you last remember being in with your your husband. And I and I get it. But trust me when I tell you this: if you can help your parents clean out their place and clean out your own stuff that you may have left in your original family home, do it now. Do it this summer, because I'm telling you right now, my sister is completely bagged. I'm completely, it was a long couple of days. So then add these couple of days of moving into this new new studio. And I am just, I don't even, I'm, I'm running on fumes here. I don't even know how this podcast is going to sound. I know it's a ramble fest, and, but I like to ramble and I like to rant. That's who I am. Let me tell you, it's, it's I, can't, I can't explain some of the stuff we found. And it's and it, it you just start laughing because you either that or you're gonna start crying. I'm, I'm telling you, try to clean it up if you can convince your parents because one day it's gonna be really sad when you're in their space, they're no longer there, and you're gonna have to get a big bin and just throw out everything because most of the stuff uh, you can't give to people. Some of the stuff, as I said, clothing and stuff you could give to Goodwill, but other stuff some places will take, but then other stuff. No one will want. No one will want. We don't even want. Just a, a heads up, okay? That day is coming. Clean up if you can. And the fact they even made it to the end of this podcast is a miracle. I don't know how I'm going to drive home. That's how tired I am. Thank you so much for listening to episode 109 of The Drive-By, brought to you by Own Space. Please leave a five-star rating if you can on Spotify. Comment or review on Apple. 
and you can catch any of the old episodes on YouTube by checking out the YouTube catalog on the drive-by page. Listen in. Next couple of weeks, guests are returning. Can't wait. Plus, the debut of my new podcast with Natasha Gargiulo, the Freeway and Natasha podcast. Look forward to it. I'll catch you on Thursday from the new studio here in downtown Montreal. Can't wait. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.